All right. The slob show base Roker fellas. What's going on? Yay. Yeah, yeah. What up, dude? <laughs> How's it going? What, what, uh, did you guys uh, hear about this new bacon technique? This, this whole episode is mainly going to be about bacon. Because we have a special guest today coming on in like, I don't know. Hang on, I got to just fix this one thing real quick. Um, Smooth. We have a very special guest coming on in like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. He's the president of iHeart Chicago. He's the main guy at iHeart Chicago. He's my new boss. I've never met someone like this in my life. This guy is like us. You know how most of these... I was going to say, are you sure he wants to be on this podcast? No. right. The first meeting I ever had with him, and it was like a Zoom call, he brings up a bacon, lettuce, tomato sandwich within 30 seconds. Why did he Why did he bring that up with you? Did he know that you were into mayonnaise like that? No. Did he, he listen to the podcast or he just looked at you and went, that guy likes mayo? Well, we had the whole like air staff on and he's like, all right, before we get started, everyone tell me what the greatest sandwich ever is. And then I'm like, I like subs. And then. Uh, wow. our, our night girl Maria said BLT. He's like, that's the correct answer. Bacon, lettuce, tomato sandwich. That is the, and you, I, I asked him to come on the podcast just so you could hear the glorious way that he makes a BLT, but we'll, we'll talk to him. You know, he'll, he'll be on, he's in some kind of meeting right now. He'll pop in at some point, but so this whole episode is going to be bacon because there's nothing a slob loves more than bacon. I'll start with you, Roker. In my memories, a picture just popped up of you and I at Bacon Fest. Yes. The, the picture is you and I where we look like we're, we can't breathe. We're outside. If you remember, we went outside to get oxygen. Do you remember that? Well, what happens at Bacon Fest, it, you know, <laughs> they didn't have one last year because of COVID. And I don't know if they're going to have one this year or not. But it's exactly what it sounds like, right? It's a Bacon Fest. So yeah. it's kind of like a taste of Chicago or something like that, except everyone who's there all the restaurants who are there are making something with bacon okay <laughs> exactly so you go in and, and it's rokers, like, rokers wearing the hat right now base if you, I, I am wearing you bacon, I, am, I am wearing bacon fest apparel right I, now. I, yeah. apparently i didn't get the email that said let's get all bacon themed up today that's kind of ironic <laughs> uh, this was well th here's the thing does it make you feel I better didn't know. stains on my shirt does that help <laughs> i i didn't know i was like oh i yeah i just got my bacon hat on yeah he just happened to have what are the odds of him happen to have that hat on i mean well, that's Roker, pretty high pretty high <laughs> that's true so, yeah. so Roker, you you remember that right you we were we couldn't breathe yes when you it's it's like a three hour long session right they have like three sessions and it's like a three to four hour long session and so there's like a VIP. So if you ever go to one of these little food festivals and they offer a VIP hour Get it. for extra money, get that VIP hour because that's before the main crowd gets in and All you can the other go slots. around and taste thing and you don't have lines or anything like that. And free drinks. So by the, and free drinks. And so by the time it opened to the public, we had meat sweats already we were done <laughs> exactly we were sitting out in the hallway up against the wall sweating yeah <laughs> and there was still three hours to go it kicks in it kicks in pretty fast i've done the uh the 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 big invest i'm actually pretty good friends with seth who uh puts it on 
Oh, yeah. look at Bay's dropping names. I'm oh, dropping names yeah. like an anchor, baby. But I've gone to it a bunch. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the experience. But the only thing is, at the end of it, I always say to myself, I don't like all these weird combinations of bacon. I don't want to see it swimming around in chocolate and weird combinations. I just like the guy that is sitting by the door just cooking bacon on a skillet and going, you want to try this one? It's low sodium. And then I'm like, that's the low one sodium. I want. That's, Dude, that's I what we exactly which one it is. It's the Nooski's bacon. It's, yes. It's kind of, it's, it's right on the end. It's like the right best thing like I've ever had. Yes. Yeah, you just go there and just, just eat bacon. Just the, uh, this is the margarita where we actually infused it with bacon grease, also with pork <laughs> yeah, milk, and, right. and a hint of and a hint of cayenne. Well, that sounds horrible for margarita. You know, just uh, even bacon. I don't want chocolate on it. Base, you'll you'll appreciate this. So when we were there, Roker, all he kept talking about was bacon dust, and he's like, "I got to get this bacon dust." And he he oh, bought. Base, oh, I think you right. and I, I think you and I have made fun of Roker behind his back. But or was that you or someone else? Maybe. About, to be a more specific. About, about, about the bacon dust. Like, <laughs> I'm like, he's like, oh, I, I, I got another gallon of bacon dust. I'm like, Jesus Christ, a, a gallon. gallon? Yeah, wasn't it a gallon, Roker, or something? I don't know if it was a gallon, but it was like a tub. And the guy, it was at the end of the at the end of the night, and he was just like, here, take it. He, he somehow he like dried bacon and turned it into a powder form. So it looks yeah. like powdered sugar, but it's bacon. <laughs> and so now you sprinkle. I still have some. We put it in the freezer. And then you sprinkle it on stuff. And it gives yeah. you say, Is it something that needs to be refrigerated? Or is it just cabinet next to the salt, garlic, and pepper, bacon dust? I don't know if it exists. I don't, I don't know if it's just something <laughs> that he came up with. I, I don't know. I've never seen it anywhere else before. Okay. Okay. Hang on. That was the dude from Q Barbecue who gave you that, right? I believe so, yes. Okay, okay. Now, do you remember the guy from Q Barbecue gave us lifetime black cards where we could eat there for free, you and a guest for life? Do you remember that? I do remember it. I still have it. I know exactly okay. where it is. Well, well, guess what? Guess what, buddy? Because <laughs> I, I know. I know. He, I, he left Q, Q Barbecue about two years ago. Okay, yeah, because we must have got those passes six years ago, right? Maybe 2015? That's probably right. Okay. 16. Were we working at the loop at the time or was it when we were at like the WGN yeah. stations? No, that would have been the loop. Okay, fine. That, that so, would have been when we were having food come in studio three to five times a week. Yeah. Okay. So to that the was point where we were like, is, we can't do this anymore. Part about we radio. Yeah, exactly, base. But but okay, so five to six years ago. Okay, so I had this card. I never used it once. I drove past Q Barbecue the other day. I'm like, you know what? I think in my glove box I have a VIP pass for Q Barbecue, so I drive the Oak Lawn okay, uh, location or the. This is Lagrange. Uh, they don't have an Oak Lawn. Lagrange location. Yeah, so I'm over there because I was buying tiles. Not Oak Lawn. Oak, Oak Park. I mean, I think base is dead. Look at him. Base he's, is frozen. Base base just froze from bacon dust. <laughs> base hang up and golf or whatever. I don't know. Okay, so yeah. So I go in there, and it says you get two free meals, right? So I didn't want to be a slob. I'm like, you know what? I don't even want anything for free. I told them that. But I have this VIP card. I was just wondering what this entitles me to. I don't want anything. Please just let me know. And they looked at the card. They're like, oh, yeah, this dude hasn't worked here in two years. So this is doesn't. it's null and void. And it's like, 
you can't give out a lifetime eating pass and then because they fire the dude now you can't use it that's the that's the that's the rub whenever something's got oh it's got a lifetime guarantee i've got hey i've got a house full of appliances from like sears that have lifetime guarantees and sears isn't even going to be around in a couple of years you know what i mean so that's the problem when you have lifetime guarantees or get lifetime this or lifetime that exactly <laughs> but he was the owner so he sold the he sold it i guess so shouldn't they be like hey you know just so you know i gave out a bunch of these lifetime passes in case any of these people ever come in they probably should i mean if i were them you'd honor it because it's good customer service yeah to honor it i don't even want anything for free i and just then, want to be acknowledged as a vip yeah well exactly does, like, doesn't, everyone, <laughs> doesn't everyone i just want to be special yes exactly so they didn't accept it huh yeah and they're like oh well, sorry ha 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 i'm like yeah it's no problem no, i didn't even want anything for funny. free exactly you may think it's funny i don't think it's funny yeah but did you you use yours right in the past i used it once and i still have it but i used it i at least i was able to use it once okay because i'm so. usually not i'm usually not in lagrange or oak park yeah so it's a situation where I have to either be thinking about it or I'm going to be in that area, something like that. This I would never drive. I mean, I would drive, you know, a hundred miles for free food. It doesn't, you know, <laughs> yeah, you would. You're right. But like, okay. Um, I'm proud of you for still having it after five, six years, keeping it in the glove compartment and knowing that it was there. I just, I'm like, a, I think that's I'm a like, small I think I have, move. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm like, I think I have it in there. I think it's in there. And then I look, I'm like, oh my God, it's in there. And this was like a great free thing. Like it's two free meals. Anytime you go forever. Like, yes. I mean, that was like the ultimate, my dream is to have a VIP card like that. I know. I know that it, it, they don't exist. That was like, I know, that was like a unicorn or something. And it's like, you feel bad because you don't want to. I'll tell you, I actually felt bad. I don't feel bad about anything. Yeah. I actually didn't want to, like, abuse it because it was such a generous deal that yeah. I didn't want to abuse it. See, that's you know the problem. I mean? If you If you give us something too good, we won't even use it. That's the problem. Like, you can't yeah, be that well, generous. They were too generous, right? Well, I've been using all of the gift cards and gift certificates that I've been having in my in my stash or found in boxes or whatever. Stash. Because now I'm like, well, because I've uh, half a dozen of them, the places don't even exist anymore, right? Yeah. So I'm like, well, last thing I want to do is find out that some place is closed, and I had a gift card for it. Or a gift certificate for it. Yeah. Do you remember you and I worked at a station called Q101 that's no longer around because uh they sold the I, property I still, to I still call it Q101. I still yeah. call it that. But I mean the station Q101 is gone. 
There's right. a new so, there's a new station on the frequency, but the Q101 itself is gone. And there was a guy named yeah. Russ Jorgensen, yeah, that worked there, and he had like you know a baseball card box where you put common cards in. Yes. Okay, he had one of those full of free Chipotle burritos. Do you remember that? Oh, I still it, have. I still have them. What? What? I still have them. What? I used a Q101 coupon the other day. Wait, hang on. You have free burritos still from Chipotle? Yes. Oh, how many? I've got at least a couple of them. Oh, okay. Because he had like a thousand of them. And we every day for lunch, we would go, hey, Russ, uh, you know where we're going, right? He's like, yeah, here you go, guys. And he'd give us each a free burrito. And it, this would happen like weekly. Well, I still have mine. Man. It's in the rain, rainy day box. <laughs> in case you're like completely out of money. I, in case I'm in case I'm like, well, there's always Chipotle. I am not yeah. the Chipotle fan that you are. Yeah. So that's why I still have that coupon after 15 years. Yeah, that's that's uh, so. pathetic. it's pathetic that you still have that, honestly. It makes me sick, actually. <laughs> Broker, this is a good and by the way, if you if you have questions, if you want to join the show, just whatever however you're, if you're watching this on we're on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook. Wherever you're watching this, just put a comment. And like Paul here, what was the most disgusting radio-related food experience? Now, there's been a, we, a million, a million. But I think I want to see if we're I want to see if we're on the same wavelength here. Okay, just tell me the station first. Well, it was the loop. Okay, the loop. Oh, oh, oh. It was the, wait. It was the loop. Wait, wait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um. Was was it Bona Beef? No. Okay, because Bona Beef would bring us trays of beef. Trays. Uh, uh, then they would bring everything else. Like it was, it was the biggest spread ever. What 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 are you thinking? When, when I was at V one hundred three, every every holiday, they would probably bring a hundred and fifty pounds of barbecue. Moonoy. Oh my God! Would come in and bring so much food that we would take the leftovers and take them over to the Pacific Garden Mission on oh State Street. Wait, Moo and Oink cooks your food? Moo and Oink, well, they would cook our, they would cook food for us and bring yeah. it in. They'd barbecue it, bring it in. Moo and Oink. Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, Paul, I, have you ever heard, I'm sure you have, if you're from Chicago, have you ever had a pizza puff before? Of course he has. Oh, is that what you're talking about when they brought all those pizza puffs? They brought in maybe 12 to 15 different varieties <laughs> yeah. of pizza puff. They brought yeah. in breakfast pizza puffs. They brought in ham and cheese pizza puffs. They brought yeah. in pizza puffs that were, you know, supreme, uh, extra cheese, uh, pepperoni, sauce. I mean, they had all these different pizza puffs. And we, and they were frying them up in the conference room so that we would have them hot. Yeah. And I think each of us ate about six of them. <laughs> and we looked at each other yeah. and we were so full, everyone. And we were so ashamed at the end of that day. Yeah. But they were so good. We could not stop eating them. Fresh, hot, and greasy. <laughs> at like 7.30 in the morning. A pizza yeah. puff. You it know, was awesome. 
but it was disgusting. So we're, th th this question could just be the whole episode from Paul. What was the most disgusting radio-related food experience? Do you remember this? Do you remember when that minor league baseball team came in? And here's Base. Welcome. Base, welcome back. Thanks for having me. Okay, so Base, we're talking about, if you see Paul's question, you're the most uh, disgusting radio-related food experience. Now, this is back in like 2005 or something. A minor league baseball team came in, and they yes, brought this in. Is my, it was my George Foreman grill that they used. Okay, yes, you know what I'm talking about. I they never made... got that grill back, yeah. Really? Really. Who took it, the minor league team? No, I think the station took it. <laughs> what? You know what? I think I remember they, that grill. Because they used it for something. It was a George Foreman grill, but it was a it was a stand-up grill that you grilled on. Oh, my God. I remember, I remember that, yeah. remember that grill. Coming in, that and I'm like, I've got a grill. I'll bring it in. And we can use it inside because it's like a, it was like a wait, base. Isn't that isn't that the grill that you stole, base? That is the one that I just grilled a couple burgers <laughs> on. I think base took that one. Yeah, next to my Dave Mira BMX bike. Did you steal that too, base? <laughs> well, DJ's not riding a bike for nothing, buddy. <laughs> okay, okay. So guys, so here here's what it was. Okay, so this minor league baseball team came in and they made us Krispy Kreme bacon cheeseburgers, where they put. Two Krispy Kreme donuts is the buns. This is back before everyone else was doing this shit. This was like right. an original thing. I ate, I think, four of those. Oh, that just sounds heavy. They were so delicious. It was heavy. I think I was like in a, many emergency bathroom situations that day. <laughs> so oh. it's unlike any other experience you've ever had. Here's the saddest part about that. First of all, I remember how I lost the, I remember how I lost the grill. Because I booked them again and had them come and make them for Cubs opening day. Mm. And so the grill was taken to, I forget which bar. It was either the one that turned into Harry Carey's or Sports Corner. Was it High Tops or something? Live high show top. from one of those. And I never got the grill back. But the day that they made those Krispy Kreme bacon cheeseburgers, where Krispy Kreme glazed donuts were the buns. Mm. Yeah. I didn't have any because I was on a diet. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> I, I, I didn't even that. have a bite. That's a phrase I never thought I'd ever hear Roker say. I didn't have something because of a diet. Oh, my God. Base, now, you're, you've had many of a disgusting radio meal and what's your most disgusting meal working in radio because we get tons of free food it was it wasn't a disgusting meal but there was something that happened that turned me off from this one product for the rest of my life oh no i once came in early and i went on a remote with our our old buddy turd and it would happen to be that we all went to i think we went to palatine for a bar during it was a friday show oh you went to papa's pub i think that's where i was but prior mm. to prior to us leaving I wasn't there for this, but apparently the macho man came in to the show and dropped off what seems to be a Costco case size of Slim Jims. And then you, what did you eat, like 600 of them? No, no. But we had an, an intern there. His name was Noel. I think you guys remember him. I do. I think and, he puked on people. And, and that, was the day, that was the day it's that he, was, he would challenge Turd into a drinking contest because he didn't think he could drink as much as he could. And Noel just started doing shots, could not handle it, and was eating the Slim Jims in between the shots. <laughs> so when it came time for us to leave the remote, yeah, Noel sat next to me. I was in the back seat. 
And he puked and on you, right? Me and went, the Slim Jims were a mistake. And projectile threw up all oh. over the girl driving the, the, the station van. And base. And now, oh, no. We'll never have base. any Base the perfect segue for our guest of honor today. Now, let me. This is <laughs> Matt. Could you could you hear us? And, and I, I can hear you. you. Can okay, you hear me. I, How I, are you? He's loud and clear. So before I get started, let me tell you. When I met this gentleman, he's the the main guy at iHeart Chicago. Okay, we had a meeting with the air staff, and he brought up sandwiches within thirty seconds. I'm like, I need more of this guy. I've never. I was. I was like. <laughs> I, my, my eyes were like, had, had hearts in my eyes. I'm like, I've never seen something like this. But I'm like, he, the, the way he makes a BLT sandwich. And by the way, Matt, this is base, uh, with the, uh, the, uh, glass and, and, the and then Roker. Say the white guy is base. I was going to say the white say, guy is base. Are you and struggling then, for a descriptive yeah. way to describe him? I was gonna say that the overweight. I was gonna say the overweight guy, but that's gonna be all of us. I was gonna say that you'd really have to keep going more narrow. Okay, okay. So that's my favorite part of the pandemic. I came into the pandemic fat. I'm leaving the pandemic fat. Anyway, here we go. Okay, so now, if 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 you could please tell us, well, you adopt her. Your BLT sandwich. It's the I've never heard someone describe a sandwich in this way. It sounds like the greatest BLT sandwich ever. The floor is yours. Okay, so the first thing is you have to have the right bacon. So. Now, first of all, there's no such thing as bad bacon. There's just varying degrees of, you know, better and best. And the best <laughs> ever to me is Newski's Applewood smoked bacon, regular cut. The thick cut. Now, I like a crispy bacon, right? If you don't like a crispy bacon, you can just go do something else with your life because that's not bacon. <laughs> I that's like right. this guy. So first thing you got to do is make sure you have the proper ingredients. Now, I can make a great BLT out of any piece of bacon ever. In fact, at Walmart now they sell a regular bacon, which I actually take as a challenge to turn into an ultimate. <laughs> but if we're talking about the ultimate BLT, you got to start with the right bacon. It's also the right length and the right cut. Okay. If it's too thick, it won't yield. We want it to yield. We want it to be crispy, but we also want it to give up, right? It's given its life for us. We want it to be respected, and we don't want to have tearing or pulling. We want a crisp break. Now, right. once you get the new skis, you got to put it in the oven at 350. Line a Absolutely. pan with foil, right? You always wonder how, like, restaurants and buffets always get that perfectly cooked bacon, and you're at home struggling with a frying pan. It's all curling up. You're putting bricks on it and everything else. No, stop. Get yourself. The biggest cookie sheet you can find, they sell them at Walmart, they're 10 bucks. Line it with extra duty heavy foil. I suggest the Reynolds extra wide heavy duty. That way it creates a nice quilt for your bacon. None of the grease escapes because we're going to save that for later. <laughs> what better to make scrambled eggs in than bacon grease? Strange. Absolutely. So that said, you put as many strips as you can. Don't wait, crowd. wait, Matt, Matt, all you're saying full strips across. You're not saying cut. I thought you said you cut them before. No, no, we'll get to that. Oh. Okay? First let thing you do, they have the to go. Preach. Let the man speak. Yeah. They have to go into the oven on the quilt of um, of tinfoil. Then the bacon goes to sleep. It rests comfortably, <laughs> and it cooks evenly. That's the key. Don't it overcrowd the shrink. pan. Don't overcrowd the pan. We don't, everyone doesn't need to be in the pool, right? This is a very selective group of people. And with new skis, you'll never find a bad slice. With some of the other purveyors, you'll find like a, a slice that's a little too thin. Just put that to the side. We'll use that as a topping for, I don't know. We'll it's probably just throw it out, let's be honest. Then, after about, you know, then you put the bacon in the oven, right? Now it's getting ready. It's sleeping. It's slowly getting it to its crispiness. Don't be afraid to open the oven and check it. 15, 18, 20, 30 minutes. It all depends on your oven. 
Don't go any higher than 350. If you don't have the time or patience to do it, then just make a ham sandwich. Okay. <laughs> Next thing you do is this is where it comes into whether or not you have to cut the actual bacon to size, right? Now, if you, I prefer a nice sourdough, okay? Mm. Now, a sourdough, like the wide pan sourdough, that way you can actually lay the bacon out in its natural form without actually having to trim it. If you're using like Wonder Bread, you probably need to, what, what I like to do is have, you want a little bit of an overhang, like an awning mm. over the side, but you don't want too much. What you don't want is the long strips of bacon just hanging out. And if you ever go to a restaurant and they do that stupid cross thing on your burger, the first thing you need to do is take that off, resize the bacon and have a nice sheet across. Wait, do you toast why people do that? Do you toast the bread? You didn't mention that. Okay, that's a great question, right? We don't want anybody injured in the process of making a BLT. Sometimes when you go out, I even tell them don't toast it at all. Because you say lightly toasted, it comes out, it's too hard. There's shards. It's similar to like a pizza injury where you have really hot <laughs> pizza. And then those shards of bread will go up and cut the top of your mouth and ruin your entire BLT experience. If you are at home and you can be trusted to toast the bread properly, I prefer a light toast. Very light. I want it to mm. yield but I also want to know that it's been toasted. It's also important that you toast your bread at the very last minute so you have all your other ingredients out. So we put the bacon in the oven. The very next thing you do is slice your tomato. I like a large beefsteak tomato. Of course, the beauty of a BLT, breakfast, lunch, dinner, <laughs> snack, whatever you have laying around will turn into a BLT. This yeah. is the ultimate BLT. This isn't for everybody. Yeah, this is yeah. for people that understand what a BLT should be. Yeah, I like to slice the tomato razor thin. I also like to get the tomato at the certain circumference that I can place four of them evenly around the bread, again, the wide dough bread, so that there's not any overlap. That overlap creates too much tomato in every bite. Mm. We want to get a bite of everything in every bite. So I do have one quick question for you. Mm -hmm. Does the bread matter? Does it have to be like a whole wheat? Does it have to be a white there's, bread? There's no such thing as bad BLT. There's no, okay. there's no such thing. I didn't it, know there was a bread that was like the the, I, the I, paramount I put it on a hot pot yeah. bun. One, okay. one of my favorite things to do is just get a giant sub roll and put a whole pound of bacon in there and make a giant oh. BLT. <laughs> oh my god! But wait, man. So the first classic the, BLT. But what you do though in that when you're doing the Italian bread BLT, take a little scrape, take a little scoop, do a little bit of you know grooming, create that vessel that the the bread can sit in there like a nice little like sleeping bag. That's what you're looking for. That's a different topic. Now, yeah. bread is your choice, your preference. Again. I'm a sourdough guy. I think that's the best one. But but the tomato is layer two, correct? Okay. We haven't gotten the layering. We're just doing pre preparation. Oh, you're not. Because you said you were putting it on in this order. Is preparation. Now, now we're on the cutting board, and we're taking Look measurements. We're cutting the four uh, tomato slices. Very good. I want them thin. I don't want them razor thin, but I want them thin. Then you have to salt and pepper it because it should sit there in the salt and pepper. Use fresh cracked pepper whenever you possibly can, and then let them sit to the side. Okay, that way it has a chance to absorb into the bread, uh, into the tomato itself. Okay, now at this point, you also want to slice your uh, lettuce. For me, the classic iceberg is the best way to go because we're trying to create a mattress for the bacon to sleep <laughs> on, right? And also you have to ask yourself this question, do you want cheese? If you want cheese, we'll use that as our, our, our total, our top comforter. But if not, we may have to come in with a second, a second thing of lettuce. So Abe, let me ask you, is it a BLT worth about cheese for you? Uh, I, I do like cheese. No. It's I just, it impacts how we create the sandwich. It's not necessary. I don't no, think it's not necessary, but in the ultimate BLT to me, it's got a nice slice of provolone. I, 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 agree. I don't think I've actually had a BLT with cheese before that, so that's a new oh, one. You, you, right, you have a list. Put that in the microphone. Go out right now and make Mace, a BLT. We're out of here. All right. Now, 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 now we're down to three. So now. Let okay. me say something very quickly. If you notice, I've been very quiet. 
I've been taking notes. I'm fascinated by the passion that this man has. It's the world's greatest. DLT. It's it's inspiring. Quite. I've frankly. never seen some. Okay, let, let's let him continue. Okay, so so now you're but, at the lettuce. Now we're at cheese the point is my favorite food. What? But I don't like cheese on a BLT because then you don't have to have it, and this is your world. So how about this? I'll tell you how to make it with and without cheese. The classic method without cheese will start there first. Okay. Now we are at a critical moment. We want to make sure that the the uh, the bacon's coming out, and right when the bacon comes out, you would usually get that, put that on. You know, want to drain it with some paper towels, get some of that grease off the bottom and the top. Okay. Then we want to pick the varsity team, right? It's like you're at the, the schoolyard, you're picking like, okay, what's the greatest one? <laughs> <laughs> want to pick the greatest pieces of bacon out of there to be in your starting. I like to say six because I like to make a quilt, little weavy weave. So it's three and three, but that's up to you. Six is the recommended amount. So next thing you need to do is drop your bread. While you're dropping your bread, make sure that all of your condiments and everything else is there. A Hellman's mayonnaise is traditional. Oh yeah, it's a miracle whip. But Hellman's is is the is the oh, number yeah. one condiment of choice in any good BLT, and every BLT should be served with extra Hellman's mayonnaise. Now that's, that's correct. The bread comes up. You take your first slice, a healthy lather, okay? And now is when we put down the mattress of ice cube lettuce, right? Mm. You want to almost have it, you know, that where, where it sort of comes up a little bit? Because what you're going to do is that's going to be the mattress for our strip to bake. <laughs> now, depending on the bacon you use, there's nothing wrong with doing one, two, three, four, and then another level of one, two, three, four. Oh, I like or that. A level of four. So it's four to eight, dealer's choice, up to you. I typically do, who am I? I do eight. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. Now, but wait, Matt, you went you went really fast with the mayo. You said a, how much when you say healthy slathering, do you use a spoon, a knife? What do you use? I, I like to call it an unhealthy amount. When I'm out at a restaurant and I order like a burger or anything like a BLT, and I'm like, and typically if I'm at a restaurant, I'll apply it myself because I'll never do it right. So I would say I, I'd like a side of mayo, like an unhealthy amount of mayo where my doctor might intervene and stop you. That's the amount of mayonnaise I want. Like a half a jar. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> it needs to be thick, but also you remember when you bite into this baby, you don't want to just shooting out the backside or coming out the sides. It's got to be yeah. managed. And then I'll also be honest, I like to keep a ramekin of mayonnaise on the side. And I like to actually slather each bite perfectly so I get the right amount oh. of mayonnaise on each bite. But I'm nuts. So no, you're not that, actually. <laughs> now we got bread, mayo, the mattress of lettuce. Now we have the main star, the star of the event, the varsity team, the top eight, the best pieces of bacon that you can have. Now this is where people usually make mistakes. Now we go tomato. Tomato is your enemy and it's also your friend. It's your friend because it tastes delicious. It's your enemy because it releases a lot of water. Okay, mm. Water is the enemy of bread. We need to keep those two separated. They don't get along well. We need to buffer zone. This is where you put the tomato down and then you put another quilt on top, if you will, of either cheese or lettuce or both. That mm. way we have lettuce, on mayonnaise bread on the top, lettuce on mayonnaise bread on the bottom, and you push it down when you have the wide loaf. I'm an aristocrat, so I like the corner to corner cut because mm -hmm. that also will yield a better slathering of extra mayonnaise on top. <laughs> I would think the lettuce would have the more water than the tomato, so that's interesting. It's always a good idea to dry your lettuce. It's, it's yeah. hard to dry a tomato, but if you wash your lettuce and dry it, it won't have as much water content, not compared to the tomato. And if Wait, you have so a you have shield, you're and like, you have mayo on both sides. You have mayo on both sides of the bread. That's very important yeah, too. Of course, that I just thought that was rudimentary. I thought that was yeah. a gift. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for years that was my. You know, if I if I go to interview people and I want to hire them for whatever position, and I've determined in the interview I'm going to hire them. They just don't know this yet. 
I was asking, like, what's your favorite sandwich? And then that will determine whether or not they get the job or not. I'm only kidding. That, that was, that was, <laughs> I, I don't I think he's, say, he's that, only that, half that kidding. He's only half kidding, I think. Yeah. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> but when people say BLT, it makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I cannot disagree whether or not we're going to go to lunch together. Yeah. No, okay, the, that's fair. The, the four of us should definitely go to Fogo de Chao or Fogo de Chon, whatever the pronunciation is. It's uh, my favorite in the entire world. Or we should all eat BLTs. I, I, I would. I, I think you should open up a BLT restaurant because I've never heard such a beautiful explanation ever. That was my question. Is this where is the best BLT you've ever had that you oh. didn't have to make yourself? Oh, I, I can't find a good one. I really can't because it's such a versatile but yet basic sandwich. It's so underappreciated to me. It's the George Washington on the Mount Rushmore of sandwiches, followed closely <laughs> by a good steak and cheese, an Italian, and a pastrami Reuben grilled properly. Mm. The Reuben is my is my top. I like the Reuben the most. Okay, pastrami no. though, it has to be pastrami and it has to be buttered and grilled on the flat top. There's Agreed. nothing worse when somebody tries to toast a piece of like pumpernickel rye and call it a Reuben. I'm like, get out, just go away. <laughs> I'm sending this back and I'm starting again. What else do you have? Right. Or I might just get up and leave. That's a joke. I, I know I know you're a very busy man, so I, I'd like to. We're just gonna end the entire podcast on this because this is something else that you told me about. That's beautiful, wonderful, something I've never tried. Okay. Bacon popsicle? The, yes. What? That's it. The bacon popsicle. Okay. Please, please explain. So here's the the best way to make a bacon popsicle. First of all, it's best enjoyed at midnight alone because you should be ashamed. Let's face it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it is. It would be a source of shame for you to do this in front of others, but I don't care. So this is where you like to pivot to a thick slice. The Newskies is almost too thick, but if you just got like an Oscar Mayer black label thick slice like that, cook it the exact same way. And then I like to cook, you know, the entire thing at a time. So, but sometimes I, I try and stop myself from eating an entire rasher of bacon at once. So I try and stop myself at like four, five, six, seven slices. Uh, so there's always like four or five or six left over. Pop those in the fridge. The grease there will congeal it and it'll become more rigid. Now what you really need to do is find, and I know this sounds weird, but you want to find warm mayonnaise, like a brand, like your backup mayonnaise jar, like your backup helmets. You should always have two. So if you have one that's in the fridge already, ignore that. It's going to have a different level of viscosity. We want that warm one that you whip up really good. And then when that warm mayo, you take the nice piece of thick cut bacon and drop it all the way down directly into the jar of mayonnaise and pull it all the way back up. And like a popsicle, three quarters of it will be covered with warm Hellman's mayonnaise and the mix of that warm mayonnaise with the cold bacon. Oh, it's just delicious. This guy is another level. Wow. Yeah, another I've never level. seen, like I said, I've never been more impressed with anyone in my life. Like I met him for 30 seconds. I'm like, I need more. I need more. I've never seen this ever. Can I call the bacon popsicle, that's something that you don't drop until you've been married for like oh, five or six years. I'm not years. even sure my wife still knows about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably that's probably the best part. I would not tell my wife. I'm, like, her more mayo. I'm not going to lie. I mean, you can never leave a soldier behind. So sometimes if you don't have the right dexterity, you might break the bacon. And then unfortunately, you got to go in. You cannot leave anybody in the mayo foxhole. You have to retrieve it. You have, but it doesn't have the same effect as that joy of pulling it out, and it's like a popsicle of mayonnaise. That's you take an oath. You take an oath before you go do it. I totally understand it. I totally understand brother. it. <laughs> one thing, one thing we all have in common is that we're all humiliated when we're done eating. Like when we're done eating, we 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 eat. Do you eat shirtless too? Because I always eat shirtless. Okay, this I probably shouldn't do this. 
Uh, are you taking your shirt off? I was going to say, so, you check, no, you check I, have, I have, uh, you know, in the pandemic, I have a ton of suits, right? I wear suits all the time. So I had nothing but I've got an insane amount of suits and dress shirts and ties and all that stuff. But what I didn't have is a lot of golf shirts. So I bought a lot of golf shirts for the pandemic. And every time I had lunch, they'd get ruined. They were almost like disposable shirts, like one time wear, pizza, bandit, whatever it is. For whatever reason, when you make these large creations, they, there comes a mess. So my wife actually hired somebody to custom make a smock. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That's beautiful. My daughter goes to the University of Illinois. So this is what I put on every day when I have my lunch to make sure I don't ruin any more shirts. And it's guaranteed if I wear this stupid thing, I don't spill anything. If of I don't course, wear it, of course. I was going to say, what do you think they would get you if you alerted them to this big and popsicle action? <laughs> I don't need to know. Yeah, this is something <laughs> that I need to know. Basis. We all do I don't something. think anyone in my family would be surprised by any of it, though. <laughs> we we all I do love something. my children, but there's there's strict rationing of bacon. <laughs> we're all ashamed like i said when we eat we're all ashamed of something i know you are base roker i know you are too you guys i mean i'm ashamed of every meal today I, I got the burger king chicken sandwich i ate it i had stuff i changed my shirt already today because i do the regular one the old school one the long no, one the, the oval no no the new one the the spicy chicken sandwich. Eh, I will tell you this around March Madness, I saw so many commercials in the chicken sandwich wars that I took my family to five different chicken sandwich places uh, in one day where we did Ooh. a scoreboard and rated all the sandwiches. Who won? <laughs> who, who got, who got me on the top bill? Uh, we're in the South. So this was also me and all my in laws and their kids. So it was a, a bunch of us. It was funny because we took like one sandwich and split it up six ways, like on the tailgate of my Ram. So I know other people were looking at us like, oh, that poor family, they can't afford more than one sandwich. They're sitting <laughs> in the parking lot dicing up. One Who, the best sandwich? Who got the best sandwich? Chick-fil-A did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Popeye's is pretty damn good though. I, like Popeyes, what you go I got off the boat at Panko Crusted. To me, that's not a typical Southern fried chicken sandwich. Mm. I was surprised at the McDonald's sandwich. They finally just copied chick-fil-a it's a poor man's version but it's, it's not very really good other efforts. it's definitely better than their other efforts but i was I, really I, surprised I, you don't hey, have it up there as tax fees we were Matt, in the south I, Matt, I, I won't say who this is Matt, because you work at iheart this guy works at another radio company i don't want to say mm -hmm. his name but he said this conversation on facebook live might be one of the funniest things and greatest things i've ever seen in my life and that's <laughs> our competitor I think I think wow. I think Culver's has a pretty underrated chicken sandwich. A spicy. I chicken agree. Sandwich. I think everything in Culver's really out. In, until you go, you don't realize how good it is. The butter yeah. burger is fabulous. The butter Nick, burger is is phenomenal. Nick chiming in. I'm having heart palpitations just hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. By the way, please consult your physician before making that deal. <laughs> exactly. I was gonna say, no, I don't think don't you let your physician know. Don't. Yeah. I don't want anybody to talk me out of it. Yeah. Another fun thing to do with bacon is you ever do that quilt over your turkey at Thanksgiving? You like you yeah. actually make it like a quilt and lay it over the top of your uh, yes. to protect the uh, turkey breast. So instead yeah. of using like foil to protect the turkey breast, you use a quilt of bacon. Winner. It's so good. Do you bake it like that, or you put it on later? Bacon. Bacon. Roast yeah. it. Really. It helps mm. to keep it moist too. Oh, a yeah. couple of quick things. My wife, when she makes me BLTs, uh, she always knows to put extra bacon on the side of the plate just to snack on ah, that makes sense because when you're done with the blt you still want more bacon well, uh, Roger, then, what roger is not holidays, on the side of bacon with every meal 
Exactly. That's true. That's true. And then you can send in reinforcements into the sandwich if you feel like you need more bacon. Yes. If, 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 right. Exactly. Because you might have something fall off and you and you just ate that. You can replace. You're the general of your own VLT. You make the call. That's exactly right. And also, <laughs> always make sure you put a nice piece of bacon. I'm not talking about crumbles. You put about a, a inch and a half piece of bacon on top of your deviled eggs. Oh. Next I time love you. Oh, and then, oh! If you love deviled eggs and you've never had deviled eggs with bacon on them, I don't know why I haven't. It's it's uh, it's it's the simplest thing. It's Where bacon and eggs. Ladies and gentlemen. You haven't lived. It's, it's the simplest thing ever, and it's amazing. Thank you, thank you for enriching my life. Oh, hey, I, last hey, thing you've enriched last our lives today. This has been the great. This is the great. I've never been this happy but one last thing i wanted to bring up have you guys heard about the new thing on like tiktok where they take bacon and they twist it and when they bake it this is supposed to be some ridiculous amazing way to make bacon it's what's like come a spiral out. bacon yeah you like twist it like a spiral and bake it like that That's and not. then it becomes a stick i've seen that but it's supposed to come out like the best consistency ever no I'm gonna try it this week, and we'll. See. Some of our listeners, Angie, Angie, and I were talking about it, and one of our listeners did it. It looked, it looked really good. Hey, look, who are we kidding here? This pig gave its life for you. Don't, don't shame the pig with something. <laughs> <pig. Don't laughs> even... That's right. ridiculous. <laughs> we're not looking for bacon pencils. We're looking for bacon in its natural form, flat and oh, beautiful. Matt, Jeff Frank has a question for you. What are your thoughts on deep fried bacon? Even better. <laughs> what could possibly be wrong with that? The thing though is, you need a commercial fryer. It's hard to do at home unless yeah. you're just working in a ton of batches, right? I have I have a deep fryer. I have a, a pretty good one. They're cheap on it. They're like a hundred. They're like two hundred bucks on Amazon or less. Hey, fryer, or air fryer. Hey, I had one, and after six months, my wife's like, "We have to get rid of the deep fryer." <laughs> I was deep frying everything, and my favorite thing was um, I made like calzones out of egg roll wrappers. And, and then had like a little homemade marinara sauce that went on the side. After doing that for like six days in a row, she's like, you know, why are you the Cal Ripken of deep fried calzones? Like, so <laughs> give it up, get rid of it. We're all going to die. You know no. what we need? You know no, what we need? Don't. We need a clubhouse, like the Slob Show Clubhouse, where we could all go there and like do our business there. Like we could deep fry stuff. I, I've we had this idea as well. With we my can make friends, when I, when I lived in Atlanta, I had a bunch of buddies down there. We're all married. And we're all like, I was like, let's just rent an apartment. Don't tell your wives. It'll be like a hundred bucks each a month. We'll go to the pool. We'll hang out. We'll play cards. We'll do whatever you want. And I had like five guys on board and the sixth guy asked his wife for permission. I'm like, are you oh, criminally oh. insane? And then she oh. texted all of our other wives. Did you know? And of course, I went into strict denial mode. I'm like, clubhouse? That's nuts. Yeah. crazy. <laughs> I had the dream once. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we, we know you're busy, man. This has been this has been amazing. This BLT sandwich, everyone's talking about it. It's it's Education. the talk of it's the talk of Chicago. The Matscarano sure BLT. Some restaurant needs to carry the Matscarano BLT. I would love it. I come in and teach him. <laughs> you teach him, you make the first one and and yeah. I think and, I think so. I think you need to do a little viral video action of that, like a YouTube, like a like a pound for pound. Get it in in a minute. Just show the hands and just show what you do. I'd watch it. I, I asked him actually if he could make the BLT. He's like, "Well, we don't always get the things we want. I want to play center field for the Red Sox, but that's not going to happen." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I'm pretty busy." Yeah. Yeah. But I love BLTs. 
So, so twenty minutes of describing it, you won't make us one, huh? You won't make us <laughs> one. Next time, the, the problem is I uh, I'm having a hard time finding new skis. I am uh, quarantining with my family in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and new skis is in Wisconsin. So mm. I gotta That's find it. If I'm gonna make a video, I'm not gonna do it unless I have the the actual nice. solid yeah. new skis bacon on hand. I will uh, I will look around. I make you that. <laughs> probably you can probably my eleven hour work days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What we're we're we gonna say? in the way of BLTs. That's a shame. You can probably order. So I just my wife and I just ordered a box of stuff from the Usinger factory in in Milwaukee. You can order it from Newski's, uh, and they will ship it to you. That I find that uh, the temperature, the time to do that was in the winter. The temperatures mm. here are. Uh, uh, it, it, it arrives in what I find to be a compromised state. This is a man who's thought of everything. <laughs> I was going to say, from all angles. All right. Well, yeah, we'll no, I, I, I usually have it shipped in in the winter. I had some shipped in earlier this year, but it's obviously all gone. I usually don't even like show the kids that. I'll make bacon. I'll make one sheet for me, and then like Oscar Mayer for them. <laughs> well, okay. We're, this, this is it now. We always wrap up the show by who was who had the most disgusting meal of the week? Who was the biggest slob of the week? Base, we'll start with you very quickly. Well, nothing compares to what we were just going over, but I think the worst I had was I did a uh, a gyro skillet with a side of pancakes and a side of French toast. <laughs> okay, Roker. That was breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> that was breakfast. Roker? Yeah, did did kind of like a bang, 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 bang. Went to oh. Southport Grocery with a gift certificate, but they were about to close, so they didn't have anything. So I told my wife, oh, well, um, uh, Cafe Toll is across the street. They've got the best empanadas in town. Let's go over there. Went over there, got six empanadas. And then the whole reason that we uh, the whole reason that we left the house was because I had a gift card for Pockets. But on the way to Pockets, we passed Jimmy John's. So I had that coupon for Jimmy John's. We picked up two Jimmy John's sandwiches. Oh, what was your sandwich order at Jimmy John's? Uh, she got a couple of roast beefs. I told her, I said, hey, you make you, you choice. She and, taking gargantuans or what? Well, she could have. She could have. But the coupon was so old, I think there were only specific sandwiches that you could get. Okay. I'm, I'm calling it. Yeah. There's no 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 one's going to top this. The biggest slob of the I, week. I, I'm not even finished. I know. That's but, why I'm calling she, it now. Oh, okay. Well, then I want to hear the pockets. end. Come on. We went to Pockets, got uh, <laughs> uh, two Pockets and a Calzone, a Call Me Cheesy. As we were on our way there, we passed this bakery over by Sheffield. She goes, oh, I wonder if that bakery's still open. I said, I'll tell you what, while you're waiting for the call me cheesy, I'll go to the bakery and see. I went to the bakery. We got a piece of cake that was called the, the Brooklyn Blackout, which and it was about two pounds heavy. Then I got a cake that was a slice of cake that was red velvet, and in the middle it was cheesecake. Unbelievable. And I got her a chocolate cupcake with chocolate mousse on top for later because I knew she was going to want something else later. How much of this did so, you actually consume for lunch? Dinner. We, all of it. So, oh, I like how you have to clarify it's dinner. Well, it started off as lunch and then by the time it ended, the it, was, it, was, it, was, exactly. it was the Golden Corral fast food. Jesus, man. Empanadas, Jimmy John's, Pockets. All right, Baker. it's over. Yeah, okay. that's, I, no moth. Yeah, I'm, ta I'm tapping. I've never tapped out before. I tapped. Yeah, that, that, I, that mean, I, I think I'm full for dinner just from listening to that. Yeah. Jesus, it man. was a Thursday. <laughs> yeah, 
You need to develop like an eating disorder. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, remember next week again, it's Wednesday. Usually it's Tuesday. We'll be back Wednesday, three o'clock. Matt, thank you so much for coming on. This was enlightening. Thank you, sir. That was amazing. <laughs> See you <All> later. <laughs> later, guys. Take it easy.